Sometimes we just look after your reading. Could I? I got up. I used the toilet. I flushed it. I washed my hands. I went downstairs, had breakfast. Put the kettle on, made a cup of tea. Then I washed up. Went upstairs, had a shower. Later I walked down the garden and I watered the vegetables from my water butt. Throughout the day I made several cups of tea and used the washing machine. And later I boiled vegetables for my dinner. When I stopped and thought about it, I was quite shocked at the amount of water I was using, especially the amount just to start my day. And I compared this with other people who, in other countries, might have to walk quite a distance to find water, just for their basic needs. Sadly, the quality of the water was often questionable, leading to bad health, which affects the ability to work, and medical care is often miles away. If they can get there, do they have the money to pay for it? I love watching lecture programmes on television. Do you? I find it fascinating that we have so many different varieties of animals, some of which I've never heard of before. The variety is astounding. But it saddens me that some of the animals with which we are so familiar are becoming extinct and that our children or perhaps grandchildren will only know them from a picture or a video. When I look at the story in Genesis read for us by Jessica we see that God created animals of every description. Animals in the sea, birds in the sky, land animals, wild animals, domestic animals. He made more. And guess what? They were very good. I've always said that God is the ultimate scientist and his skill and creativity in making all the animals knows no bounds. And in the Bible, here it is in words. But, here is the crunch line. God said, let them Humans rule the fish, as the birds, all the animals in the earth. In other words, God is saying, I made all this for you, as your enjoyment, but you have to look after it. God is giving humans time, responsibility of looking after everything. That means making sure there is enough food and water for both animals and humans. Suitable living environment, shade, in short, it means caring for the world or the earth. A few years ago, 
I started to drop in mental health. I was given a job specific coaching. And after some months, my line manager asked me to meet with him to review this. He wanted to see what I was doing and what I wasn't. I had to be ready and accountable for the actions I was taking and to justify them. I also had to explain why I hadn't achieved everything on the list. In Genesis, God gave Adam clear instructions to work the land and take care of it. I wonder what God would say if he came back to trip on us, to trip that we were doing our job in caring for the world, and whether we would be able to justify ourselves. It's easy to pass the buck, isn't it? Oh, it's Adam's job. Not today. It's the farmer's job. It's the government's job. It's not ours. If we shrunk all responsibilities, whose job is it? God said, work it and take care of it. I know we are not all farmers or even gardeners, but there are ways in which we can help or do our bit. Mark 12, the widow put in her very last coin. In Luke 10, the Samaritan went out of his way to help the man who had been attacked. And in John 6, the boy offered up all the food he had, five loaves and two fishes. They were all doing something. And even making sacrifices. And in the last story, when the bread and fishes were shared out, there was more than enough, with plenty left over. That's telling us something. This Romans 14, verse 12, tells us we have to give an account of ourselves. We shouldn't do this out of fear, or because we must. But rather, because in Matthew 22, it tells us we need to love our neighbours as ourselves. When I look at the verse, yes, it doesn't seem to apply to, to earth at all. But, Mercy Corps say that 3 out of 4 people rely on agriculture for their source of living. The way climate changes affect the weather have impacted them drastically. Christian aid say millions of the world's poorest people are feeling the worst impact of climate change and experts predict more floods, droughts and extreme weather patterns to come. For those living in poverty, this means more hunger, conflict and insecurity. How are we loving these people, our neighbours? And more to the point, who is responsible? We need 
Stop asking some questions. Some of us will have already started doing this. Some of the questions will be difficult, awkward, and even uncomfortable. Some will be questions that we've never even thought to ask ourselves or others. We need to start asking ourselves and each other what we as a church are doing to fulfil our stewardship and care for the world. We have recycling bins, yeah? Sick. Do we use fair trade products? Yeah, yeah, sick. We save milk to recycle them for, to raise money for something. Yeah, sick. We don't use paper cups for refreshments. Sick. Is there anything else I've missed? or a lack of have consequences. Just as our lack of attention to our behaviour or attitudes reap consequences, so our attitudes and actions regarding the world have consequences, as we have seen on David Attenborough's programmes on television, among others. God gave us a beautiful world, a good world, he gave us provision and a system that would enable us to be self-sufficient with plenty left over to share. Would we disregard that instruction to work the earth, look after it? Are we famous? Are we being responsible and accountable? reminded of a modern-day cartoon I found on the internet. Call it a pogo, if you will. With a man out in the middle of an ocean, clearly drowning, and begging the Lord to save him. The ship came by and offered to help the man to climb. I'm waiting for God to save me, thank you. A helicopter flew by and threw down a rope ladder. No, thank you, says the man. I'm waiting for God to save me. There might have been another attempt, but I cannot remember it. The point was, the man prayed. Answers were offered. But he was too busy waiting for some divine action, perhaps a hand to scoop him out of the sea and set him on dry land. The fact is, God did provide an answer. Perhaps not the one he was expecting. When we pray for God to heal the land and stop climate warming and deforestisation, we sit in our armchair and wait, perhaps for God to bring a sudden end to everything. 
Get a new song called Lord, bring thy kingdom into every sphere. I don't know if you've heard of it. The chorus says, Transform, give eye and heal society. I think that that is incomplete. And we need to add some more words onto that. Transform, revive and heal society. And our world. And then, begin with me. We all need to do our part. In the words of God in Genesis, till the land, or rule over the animals, or whatever it is your translation says. Let us be responsible, accountable, for this good, no, very good, planet Earth.